Welcome to episode number five, preparing your home for a new year, letting go of the old to make room for the new. What if going into this new year wasn't full of clutter or baggage in your mind from all the things you did last year or extra pounds from the holiday or toys upon toys upon more toys from yet another Christmas full of gifts? What if this new year wasn't full of desks and files and bins stuffed to the max with papers and mail that you never even read? You're about to go into a whole new year that everyone says is supposed to be full of goals, really lofty goals, intentions that knock your socks off, projects, income, increases in everything, more activities and better grades for your kids, less late drop-offs and not being the last to pick up your kid from the school pickup line. I mean, this year is supposed to be full, really, really full and bigger and better and all your dreams are supposed to be coming true in this new year, right? I mean, your health is supposed to be better. You're supposed to be skinnier and your house is supposed to be cleaner all the time. Your laundry is always supposed to be done and your kitchen cupboards are supposed to be organized. But how in the world are you ever even going to fit all of that in if you can't even deal with what's laying around today? I mean, the reality is, is that it's impossible to fit in more than a gallon of water into a gallon jug. And the same goes for this next year of your life. It is impossible to make room for any addition, any point of growth in your life if there isn't room for it. For those of you that want a new wardrobe, you're going to have to get rid of what you have currently. I mean, for those of us who want our office spaces to be clean and effective and increase productivity in our lives, well, we're going to have to get rid of old papers and bins and old processes and habits. In this new year, I bet you are dying to see your kitchen sink empty every single night before bed. Wouldn't that make this next year amazing if just that happened? I mean, what would the world be coming to if there were never any dishes in the sink in the morning when you woke up? Well, in order for that to happen, you're probably going to have to get rid of the Tupperware that don't have lids and the 12 straws that don't have cups. And you're also going to need to get rid of all 25 water bottles that you have laying around all the time because you think you need just a few more so that you have enough to get you through the week. It's all going to have to go. This year, you're going to have to open up space in your life for peace and abundance and joy and growth. And you absolutely are going to be able to do that because in this episode, I'm going to guide you there. I'm going to guide you through the practice of preparing your home so that you can let go of mess and stress in order to make space for the blessing the new year has in store for you. Systemize your life with Chelsea Joe. That's me. And this is a podcast for modern women who are eager to live with more meaning and less overwhelm. We're about to tap into some fiercely meaningful relationships bang in organization and time management strategies, and a rock solid plan for our personal well-being with functional systems to those problems we all go through. Girl, if you feel like you're watching life go by from a window on the Hot Mess Express, then it's time to roll up your sleeves, dig in, 
and get your life out of the chaos and into confidence. What a week it was last week, you guys. Oh my goodness. This podcast launch wiped me out. I was exhausted. I spent a lot of time working in my my job, my other job, and putting my podcast launch together last week, plus little kiddos, plus a marriage, plus laundry and food and all the things. So I am currently recording this podcast for you thinking about how excited I am to be pushing these out regularly. I also, before we jump into today's topic, want to remind you that I would absolutely be tickled if you would write me a written review. Writing a written review means that iTunes takes this show seriously because you guys are loving it and therefore they push it out to other people. So if you are loving what you're learning and you want other people to learn from this too, please subscribe to the show on iTunes and leave me a written review. I would be so, so grateful. Here we are a few weeks out from the new year and all I can think about is where in the world am I going to put all the toys that my kids get from Christmas And I'm also thinking about running a podcast and working when my office space, which is currently just a bookshelf that is in our master bedroom, is overflowing. Like the file bins are overflowing and I know that that is absolutely just not going to work. I know that I also want to apply myself deeper in my daughter's Montessori learning and that's totally not going to happen because our after school routine where we put our papers like our command center command center is like busting out the seams like it's totally busting out the seams there's papers everywhere there's papers probably in there from like kindergarten and she's in second grade no it's not really that bad I mean there's papers in there that have been there for since the beginning of the school year for sure that totally don't need to be in there And I have a huge calling to pour my heart out into this podcast, but the reality is my first and foremost priority is my marriage and my children and my home, and it's a lot to think about. I don't want my life to look exactly as it looks right now next year. I want to grow. I want to improve and learn. I really want to be a better wife, and I really want to be a better mom, and I want to be a better podcaster, and I also want to be a better interpreter. I also know that I want my house to be a maintained functional space most of the time, like a majority of the time. I don't need it to be so rigid that nothing can ever be out of place, but I do want my home to be a constant space that encourages me and doesn't make me feel like I have more work to do. And every single year this comes around and I do the same thing. I literally go on a decluttering spree. I know that no matter what, I cannot and will not be able to be better at helping my daughter knowing when school events are and participating and being involved in her homework and making sure that she is getting her spelling words practiced and her math facts practiced. If the places where I keep all of her papers that she brings home from school, 
is an absolute mess. It's just not working. And I know that. And when I look at that, I know that I need to declutter that space. I know that without getting rid of all of that old stuff, I'm not going to be able to bring into these, these new things into my life that I've been talking to you about. It's just not possible. Stuff gets lost. I can't keep up with a thousand projects from preschool and first kindergarten and first grade and second grade, right? I can't be fumbling through all of those things. It's just not possible. And the same goes for any, any aspect of our lives. Like here's a super oversimplified, but really good example of this. So behind my couch in my living room, there's this like small nook and this small space. And for years, we have kept this huge piece of cardboard that's almost like a box. I don't even know. I think like some random piece of Ikea furniture came in it. And my oldest daughter was obsessed with sitting inside the box and painting in it. And we keep it there because from time to time she gets it out and she wants to paint in it. But guess how long it's been since she's been in that box? A long time. And as of the last six months, I've also been keeping some props behind there for photography, like the boards that I lay down to take some of my styled images that I put on my Instagram feed. So every time I have a block of time to go set up my microphone and my laptop and my plants and all the little things so that I can take some images... I have to fight with this huge box that's behind there to get out my flat lay boards and some of the other filters that I use for lighting. And it's not a huge mess, you guys. Like it takes a couple extra minutes, but when I think about it, I'm annoyed and it's a nuisance to me. And really, it keeps me from wanting to do those very short styled shoots that I really want to be doing. Like, it's a goal of mine to get better at that. And if I'm not practicing, I'm not going to get better at it. And I know that something as simple as just looking at that space and getting rid of this object, this ginormous box that would completely free up the space so I could easily just slide these boards in and out, like they're big cardboard boards, just slide them in and out. They're right next to the window where I get the best lighting. If I would just get rid of that box, I would allow myself more opportunity to be practicing what I really, really, really want to improve. Another space in my house that I look at all the time and I think, wow, why don't I do something about that? There is this rolly cart that I have used since I gave birth to my youngest daughter. It's like a Ikea cart. Target has them. It's three-tiered. It's on wheels. It's like a utility cart, I think is what it's called. They're stinking amazing, but we've had it up next to my daughter's bedside since she started sleeping in her own room, and it served its purpose, but now it's a catch-all. There's just a bunch of crud in there, and I'm over it. I want to be able to use that cart to put items in there that she can access readily on her own that facilitate the kind of play that I want her to have every single day. I know that all I have to do is take a few minutes, sit down, get rid of old items in there that are not working for us. They're not serving a purpose. They're just sitting there and they've been sitting there for six months, a year maybe, and we literally don't use them. I just keep looking at them. Like There's a random sleep sack in there that she outgrew over a year ago. Why is that still there? Because I haven't dealt with it and I need to sit down and deal with it. And as soon as I do, it's going to free up space 
for my mind to think about how that could be utilized and be benefiting us. And it's physically going to free up the space to put other items in there that are going to be serving goals that I have for her and for myself. How about this example? My laundry. You guys know this. I talk about my laundry all the time. I have too many clothes and that is my problem. I don't want to be doing laundry every single day. I want to do laundry once a week and I want it to be minimal. I've been getting rid of clothes for a long time, but no joke, one of the one major areas I want to improve, mainly for my husband (laughs) because I love him and he would be so, so happy and really beside himself if I could keep up on my laundry regularly. I need to get rid of clothes. I need to get rid of more clothes. I am shifting harder and just way more streamlining into a capsule wardrobe. And I know that that's going to improve my laundry. So if I get rid of all these old clothes, clothes that I'm not using, it's going to allow me not to bring in new clothes, but to bring in freedom in my mind to know that I only have to do laundry once a week and it doesn't have to nag me anymore. It's not going to be nagging the back of my mind every single day to do laundry because there's not going to be any laundry to do. You see, if you don't let go of all of the old, it's actually impossible to bring in new. At some point, your home and your mind is just going to be saturated, completely full, overflowing, just like the gallon jug that has a gallon of water in it. It doesn't matter how much you try and pour in there, it's just going to overflow. I'm sure you could say that if you pour a little bit of the water out, you're going to free up some space, and you absolutely will. And, and that's totally fine. For me, I want to make sure that everything that I'm hoping to bring in my life in this next upcoming year, there's space for it. And I want you to be able to say the same thing for yourself. That's why in today's episode, you're going to learn how to identify the areas of your home that need the most attention and how to keep the excess from building up back in that same spot over and over and over again. I'm also going to teach you how to get started today on making more room in your home for a blessed year in 2020. If you hang around until the end, I'm going to share one of my favorite resources for keeping me inspired to keep my home and my mind decluttered. I think most of us probably know that there are some areas in our home that are causing us problems and being able to identify which areas need the most attention might be pretty straightforward for some of you. But I still want to walk you through how you can identify what your problem areas are. So when you sit down and you think about the examples that I gave you on what I'm struggling with right now, especially like the after school routine with my daughter, I want you to think about what is failing you the most in your life right now. What is absolutely not working for you or what is making your life more complicated? Is there a certain part of your day that when you come to it, like cooking in the morning or getting dressed in the morning or getting your kids dressed in the morning, is it your workspace when you sit down to work? Is it completely cluttered? Is there a mess? Whatever that one specific spot is that you can identify that you're struggling with and that's causing you a problem is probably what you should start with and what needs your attention the most. Let's take my bookshelf, for example. It's a tall bookshelf that sits in one portion of our master bedroom, and it has filing bins in it. It has binders there. It has a couple of really cute containers, a couple fake plants, and it's functioning, I would say, 
but we never truly set up a system that was going to support what we wanted. We kept saying we were going to, we did a little bit, we dabbled in it, but we never went back to the drawing board with it. So when I look at my bookshelf right now, there's a container at the left that has receipts coming out of it. And it was supposed to be designated receipts for one specific portion of my life for my company. And I was supposed to put all my receipts in there. I can guarantee you that there are receipts in there that can be filed away and put away for last year. And there's also probably receipts in there that don't belong in there. There's another couple portions that have files that are supposed to be separating my husband's paperwork from my paperwork and mine overflowed. And so I started putting mine in his. There's a binders that are designated for specific schoolwork and artwork that I want to keep of my daughter's, but yet all the artwork is just sitting in the file on top of it, in the bin on top of it, instead of being three-hole punched, which my three-hole punch is sitting right there and putting it in the bin. So every time I have this paperwork that I need to be putting into my filing system or my command center, my bookshelf slash office space, I'm not doing it because when I go to the bookshelf, it's completely overflowing and it's in no way, shape or form going to help me get through putting away my papers and making sure that they're in the right place. And even knowing where I put them, sometimes I have important paperwork and I don't know where I put it because where it's supposed to go is full and I can't put it there. So whenever you find this space in your home that is equivalent to my bookshelf, whatever that looks like for you, literally physically take yourself and stand in front of it and ask yourself, why isn't this working? Like, why is this not working? Why is my bookshelf not working? Well, A, because it's overflowing and B, because I never truly set up and designated with my husband how we were going to utilize the space. Are there items in there that you don't use? Ask yourself, just at first glance, is there anything here that I'm just not using? I know that I can look at my bookshelf and there's a couple things there that I'm just not using and I can just immediately get rid of that, free up space. Also ask yourself, what isn't serving a purpose? So is there something there that you thought you were going to utilize for a specific purpose that you are no longer utilizing it for? Like I have multiple binders on my bottom shelf that I thought I was going to use to file specific items that I just know I'm not going to file. I don't need those anymore. So those binders, they can go. You have to get rid of all of the stuff that you're not using and you haven't used and you know you're not going to use without even looking through it. Literally just let it go. I hear so many people talk about, well, I know, but in six months from now or next week, you never know, I might need this. No, no, you can't go there because you could do that with everything in your home. Everything in your home, you could potentially think, well, I might need this someday. You know what? You may need that someday, but if you need it bad enough, go to the dollar store and get yourself a new binder, right? If you truly, truly, truly are trying to clean out your kitchen cupboards because you have tons of just dishes all the time, you need to reduce that down. You may need more water bottles in the future. A, I doubt it. But B, you can just rewash a water bottle, right? And if you absolutely had to, you could go out and get another cheap water bottle. But if you haven't 
been using this thing that is not serving a purpose in the last six months or even a year, you're not going to use it in the near future. And that space is going to serve you better if it's not there. Just holding that space for you because you think you might need it someday is actually hindering you more so than the benefit that it would be to keep it around just in case. So when you're in that same space, ask yourself, what would you really, really like to see happen? So you've already asked yourself, why isn't this working? And now you need to visualize and ask yourself, what, I, what do I want to see happen in this space? What would it look like if this space was serving me? What would it look like if it was operating and working for me at its maximum capacity? With my bookshelf, what it would look like for me is everything would have a specific space. My husband would know what file bin and what components on the shelves are his and which ones were mine. It also would have a printer there, which I do not have right now, but there would be a space left open for a printer so that when we get one, there will be a printer there. I also know that my binder that I have designated for artwork for my daughter will have all of the artwork put in it, and there will not be a temporary holding space for my daughter's artwork. Because right now, the temporary holding space for my daughter's artwork is about 12 miles deep, and it shouldn't be. I should be going through the artwork that I absolutely want, and the ones that I want to keep, I keep, I hole punch them, I put them in the binder immediately, and I'm done with it. That space will also be very easy for me to dust and to clean. It's not going to be an overly compact space. It's going to be something that is going to make it easy for me to put papers away, to get my laptop out of, to get my podcasting notes out of. It's going to be easy for me to interact with. That is the ideal space for me with my bookshelf. The most important part when you're getting started is to focus on what can I get rid of? What can you get rid of? Just look at it and say, have I used this? No, throw it out. Just focus on what you can get rid of. Don't worry about setting it up right now to be the perfect system. Right now is just this time in your year where things are wrapping up, things are coming to a close. Prepare your heart and your mind to let go of things that you don't need. It's time to cleanse your home, get rid of these items, lighten up your space and your thoughts. Your thoughts are so heavily connected to the space that you live in. And I promise you that once you start going through these spaces in your home and getting rid of clutter and items that you never use, your headspace is going to open up dramatically. This really can be so simple, you guys. Let's look at our refrigerator. Let me jump to a different space in our house because I know so many of us have goals surrounding food, either the way that we eat or the way that we feed our family or how we are processing food in our in our kitchens because it's taking too long or we want it to be quicker or we want our children to be able to open up the refrigerator and feed themselves fresh food because For me, I know that my kid's first option is to open the pantry door. And I'm like, no, that's all processed food. Like, it's a huge goal of mine to make sure that my kids are going to fresh food first 
before they're snacking on things that are processed, but it's very hard for them to be able to go and do that when it's not set up in a manner that allows for that, right? So this is not to say that you personally should have a goal that surrounds food, but I know so many of us do and it can manifest in so many different ways. And really when we look at what is the hang up there, I guess it could be in a lot of places. It could be in time management or not enough discipline to sticking to healthy eating or just not prepping your food or not buying enough fresh food. But most of the time, you can trace it back to what your actual fridge looks like. Like this is the one space in your home that holds all your fresh food. So if you have a goal surrounding anything to do with food, let's look at the refrigerator. It's a space in your home that's either going to hold you to old ways of processing meals and the types of foods that you eat and they are not going to serve you or it's going to encourage growth. So let's just look at that. What can you do? Like I said before, go stand in front of the refrigerator, open the door, look at it. What's been in there for a really long time? Like I could go open my fridge right now and I know that on the door where we keep all the condiments, there's probably two shelves that I could just throw stuff out because it's old enough. We don't use it. We don't like it. What have you? We don't need it. Just get rid of it. And that is going to open up a space for me to put little containers of freshly chopped fruits and vegetables so that when my kids open the drawers, they can just pull them out and snack, right? So you're standing in front of your fridge and you're looking in each area. What's overflowing? What's old? What's expired? Is there a drawer or shelf that won't open or it's too shallow, too narrow, too deep? What's not working? Is there a certain space in your fridge that annoys you that you could potentially do something about to make it more efficient, to make it work better for you? Once you get done looking at it and assessing it, clean it out. Make it optimal for you. Go and buy bins from the dollar store. I have dividers, like file folder dividers that I put in my refrigerator. I'm sure if you guys hang out with me on Instagram long enough, you'll see my stories and I show you the inside of my refrigerator because it's what makes everyone in the house know where to find things in my fridge. My fridge is relatively organized and it stays stays the same for the most part week in and week out where the kids can find snack foods, where my husband can find all the food for lunches so he can just go in there and grab it quickly, where all of the produce goes, where the greens go, where the meat goes, where the eggs go. Go down to the dollar store and find containers, find bins. They have clear shoe boxes, plastic containers where you just take the lids off. You also don't have to go to the dollar store I'm just super, super, super frugal when it comes to things like that. You can go to the container store online. They have the most incredible organizing options, the most incredible organizing options. Target has really good options too. Just look at that space in your refrigerator and think, what do I need for this to be serving me? Do I need a space for fresh fruits and vegetables for my kids to be able to get in there? Do I need a shelf for prepped meals so that Every single meal that I'm eating this week that I know is going to serve me and the goals that I have for nourishing my body have a space? Does there needs to be a space for lunch boxes because you prep your children's food before they go to school the night before and so then you just slide your lunch boxes in? Literally stand there and think about it. Make a plan for this space and get rid of everything that is not going to serve that goal. 
What about those of you that have a desk or a command center? So when I say command center, I just mean a space where you process all of your paperwork and all of your to-dos and your books and notebooks and things like that. But most people have a desk. If you don't have a desk, some people call it a command center. I know that there are so many of you that your desk spaces where you have to sit down and you have to do bills. You have to do your side business. You have to do your work from home business. You have to do your online courses, your college work. I know that you're struggling in that space because it is overwhelmingly unorganized. There's stuff everywhere. Sit down, look at your space and start getting rid of things. Don't think about it. I promise you, you're not going to regret it. If you have had sticky notes stuck on your desk for more than a couple weeks, get rid of them. If it makes you feel better, you can compile all your sticky notes and you can write down the most important things. Go back and listen to episode two, I believe it is, on how to do a brain dump and use that process instead of sticky notes. Get yourself one notebook and ditch the sticky notes, right? Figure out a way to design in your mind what would be the optimal space for you at your desk or at your command center. What do you need for this to function efficiently and effectively for you? Whatever is currently there that is not serving you, throw it away. Here's the big question though, right? You could do this, and then what happens in two weeks from now? The excess comes right back, doesn't it? It just comes right back. And you know why? Because of habits. Because of decisions and discipline and what we really want to put our minds to. The reason why behind what we're doing is the key here. Once you get rid of everything that you don't use, it feels so good. It's refreshing, but it really stinks when it all piles back up again. That's why I want to spend a little bit of time talking about this with you guys. I truly believe that the reason behind our behaviors is what the key to success is all about. You can go in and you can organize and you can buy some fancy containers and you can do all the things, but it's all going to pile right back up again if you don't address your behaviors and the reasons why you're making the decisions that you're making in the first place. Honestly, the number one way that you can make sure that the spaces in your home that have caused you strife and tend to get cluttered don't become cluttered over and over and over again is to look at why the buildup is happening. So for some of us, it might just be a simple thing like there's something in the way or something isn't functioning properly. Like my bookshelf, for example, we have a chair that's slightly in front of the space where the binder is. And it's a nuisance to me to move that chair to get out the three-hole punch to punch my kid's artwork and put it in the binder. And that's why I never do it. For some of you, the reasons why spaces are cluttered are going to pull on your heartstrings a little bit more than that. Sometimes it's not just about physical space. Sometimes it's about something that you're hiding and avoiding emotionally, especially for those things that we're trying to get rid of that are related to pain or shame or blame that's been put on us. But I know that you're listening to this podcast today for this very reason, because you need to hear this. You need to know 
that in 2020, this new year that is ahead of you, amazing things are going to come into your life. All you have to do is make room for them. If you have a business that you are trying to grow and your desk space is a cluttered mess, you can face that head on and you can create a space that brings fresh ideas to your mind, that doesn't bog you down, that encourages you to sit every day. If you're the mom that's trying to lose a little bit of weight and you know that you want to get your eating on track, you can tackle that head on. You can sit down and you can look at the space in your home that you're trying to do in-home workouts in and you can figure out how to make it work for you. You can figure out what do I need to get rid of in this one nook of my house so that I can keep a yoga mat and some weights. You can take whatever it is that you're just storing, that you're just keeping there, that is keeping you, holding you back from what God wants to bring in to your life. Sit down, have a short conversation with yourself, figure out why these pain points and these problem areas in your home have been holding you back. Figure out why the buildup is happening. Address it head on and let's get through this. I want you to be able to get started with this right now. The new year is coming and I will be the first to tell you that I do not believe in setting New Year's resolutions. Finding resolve for problems in our life, I mean, it's critical, right? I would agree with that part of it, but figuring out a system to fixing the problem and knowing the why behind the issue to me is where the pot of gold really is. Not in these big lofty goals, not in this big leap forward where you're going to be doing miraculous things that you're not even close to accomplishing yet. You don't need to go there. Slow and steady wins the race, ladies. The best way for you to get started is to set yourself up for a new year that is open to growth. Allow space in your home for fresh ideas, for things that inspire you. Go find one space in your home that is constantly causing you strife and it's making you frustrated, that causes you shame or makes you anxious. Go right now and stand in front of it. Literally stand in front of the fridge, in front of your desk, in front of your kid's bedroom, in front of your closet. Tackle it. Take it head on. Get rid of what you don't use. If there is any way that I would suggest for any and every human on this planet to end their year, it would be to do this, to get rid of the stuff. We bring so many things into our home that we think we need, that we want, that we want, but we don't need it. When you really sit down and you think about what you truly want for yourself, it's not things, it's not stuff, it's not all of this baggage items, excess that you keep stuffed and you let it hang around. It's not disorganization. It's not closets chock full of things that could just be neatly folded and rearranged and put into similar categories. I know that so many of you have the ability to make room for amazing things in the year ahead of you. I challenge you just to let go of a few things and just watch 
It's addicting, you guys. It is so addicting. It makes you feel good. It makes you feel light and fresh. I cannot wait to hear what happens when you guys start doing this. If you're a Pinterest junkie like me and you love to get inspiration on organization, I would highly encourage you to open up your Pinterest app and type in Marie Kondo or the KonMari method. If you click on my show notes at the end of this episode at the very bottom, you will be linked to my page and I'll put a couple links to her stuff. That is where I get most of my inspiration from for having a capsule wardrobe and keeping my house as minimal as possible and really transitioning to a very minimal lifestyle. But I do hope that you take what you learned in this podcast episode today and you apply it to what you are trying to accomplish with yourself. I also hope that you tell me about it. I hope that you come over and you visit me on Instagram. You take a picture of your space before and after and share it. I would just die if you guys would send me a picture of whatever space that you're working on and you show me what it looks like before and you show me what it looks like after. Tell me about how letting go of old stuff is making room for new and bigger and better and just more joy and more happiness in the year that lies ahead for you. I am loving getting to know each and every one of you over on Instagram. And you know what? If you want to get to know that bookshelf that I talked about a little bit better and see what I'm going to be up to with that space, come over. Check it out. I'm going to be sharing all about it in my stories. Hey, before you go, if today's episode was meaningful to you, I know it will be for others. So please, Head over to iTunes, subscribe, then leave a review so more women can join our community too. And did you know that you can have an incredible impact on the women in your life? That's right. All you have to do is share what you learned today. Take a screenshot of this very podcast, tag me, and post it in your stories. What do you say we make a mighty breadcrumb trail for all the other women around us so we can make a change to the culture of how we care for each other and ourselves? I'll look forward to connecting with you over on Instagram. Until next time on Systemize Your Life with Chelsea Joe.